So this is Dark Days Radio and I am one of the regular hosts, Chris, and I'm joined by David Brookshaw and Chris Allen from Onyx Path Publishing, meaning we're not going to talk about anything White Wolf whatsoever because there's I nothing to talk about because you guys aren't working on any of that. So that is why yeah. it will be empty of that content, only the only news is what, Chicago by Night finished and got funded. Yep, seems and that got well. really, really well. I re- and the thing is, I haven't found we haven't found Matthew Dawkins anywhere. Uh, he's busy with something. All I can say from that is I really like how the La Sombra and Oblivion is working. But we're going to leave it at that. Yeah. We're going to talk about other stuff. So, uh, Deviant. Last time we were here on the coffee episode. Oh yeah, uh, we were talking about Deviant. So where's Deviant now? Deviant is. Uh, Heading into second drafts now. Um, we um, after the last coffee episode, which was this time last year. We, yeah, we talked about a lot about the themes, the tone, yeah. the body horror elements, the Cronenberg elements, the pretty much any media inspiration for yeah. us. Yeah. So we had um, uh, we had a bit of an issue in that a freelancer had to drop out of the book. Um, long after their first draft deadline and had to be replaced. So David essentially had two first drafts, one of which consisted of just one chapter. Uh, so everybody wrote the book and then somebody then had to take the same amount of time to write the missing section of the book. And, you know, um, that sort of thing just, it happens. Yeah. Um, it's unfortunate. It happened to be the really important chapter, uh, which now that we're on a bit is um, how um, so uh, we invented for a couple of years ago we invented organisation level rules for Chronicles of Darkness games Yeah, uh, we actually invented them for Mummy, for Mummy 2nd Edition with the idea that Mummy 2nd Edition would be coming eventually right okay and, and then uh, we liked them so much that we used them in Geist the Sin Eaters um and deviant. Um, the twisted deviant is that they are used by the bad guys. Uh, the storyteller uses them to model the enemy conspiracy that your deviants are up against. And it's that that okay. was missing. Um, so it's sort of foundational. Every other mechanic in the game uh, feeds into it. Uh, so we just had to wait for it. And then, um, yeah, I have a new day job. And, I think I was on the Onyx Pathcast a few about a month ago. Yeah. Depending on when Chris publishes this, and um, I was saying on there that, like, in terms of my workload and like, uh, you know, my freelancing commitments with Onyx Path and other people, I really just had to pick a game line. Yeah. So um, the latter part of basically this summer. Um, we've been both getting Deviant onto its uh, next stage in production and also handing it over to another developer. Oh, right, okay. So, like, uh, I mean, like, I mean, the last couple of weeks of uh, being involved with it, and then it will, uh, I will hand it over to the loving embrace of the poor sucker who has uh, opted to take it on. Um, who. Uh, will then like get the game like through the rest of its things and so uh, I'll just 
go back to doing Mage and the occasional other book. Um, and honestly, I might end up, you know, I, I will probably end up writing for Deviant at some point, like on one of its source books or something, but um, I don't have it in me to be responsible for two game lines. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. I'm looking forward to getting my hands on the second draft post red line of it because it's been a while since we wrote up the first draft and uh, quite a few good ideas in there. Oh, your Most bit's time. awful. Oh, damn it. Yeah, red, red ink all over the manuscript. And the <laughs> I, don't, I don't mind a bit of red ink. So, because I, I actually haven't yet read Guy's second edition, because obviously I've not got the hard copies yet. yet. So it's been a bit, and we're ever running other things and so forth. So, so the organisational rules, so yeah. give us a taste of how those operate, if we've not, for those who haven't seen them. Uh, they basically run cult cult or secret society type organisations as characters. Oh, okay. they, they have statistics and they have merits. Um, sort of like uh, taking the very basic idea of it, which was in Lumi First Edition, and then um, running with it. So that means you can simulate actually conflicts between organisations yes. then? Yeah, okay. and also things like, uh, so for Deviant, um, Deviant doesn't have a cover mechanic like uh, Demon does. Yeah. Demon being the other game, which is about being on the run from um, inhospitable forces. Yes. Um, Deviant doesn't have a cover mechanic. What Deviant does is tag every power and um, every drawback and every merit with whether or not it's... Um, it tags them with whether or not they're overt. Okay. Um, which um, are which modify the dice pool of the conspiracy to notice you. So uh, at the end of a story in Deviant, the storyteller uh, can oh, roll okay, for the, cool. the conspiracy's reaction to the characters. So, ah. for example, uh, one of the ways that we, uh, okay. we emphasise the, uh, the street-level feel of Deviant, how they're often homeless or, uh, uh, or on the run or like cash-in-hand job type people is that resources is one of the overt merits. So uh, if you go out in Deviant and you uh, you throw resources four around to um, uh, uh, to buy your way out of the situation, the conspiracy will uh, notice your economic activity. That's, that's quite good, because that gives you a tool in a very, in a more sandbox style play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Nice, okay. So that's why yeah. Deviant there. Yeah, that's where Demon is. Uh, uh, what else is on the horizon? From me, uh, Mage Books. Yes. Science of Sorcery. Uh, yeah. So, Science of Sorcery is um, now off my desk in, in the loving embrace of Mike Cheney, having it. I've been saying loving embrace a lot. Yeah. What is with me today? Well, um, I didn't want to say. Yeah, uh, so Science of Sorcery is um, in. Uh, editing and uh, where Dixie has found somebody to bribe enough to try to tease all my British sayings out of a book. Right. Uh, and uh, Mike Cheney is at the artwork is at the point where the artists that Mike has contracted are sending um, their sketches, yeah. like their prototypes, yeah. for how the artwork should be laid out. 
So um, it's in sketch phase of having the art produced. Yeah. And then um, the music's just got very energetic. Yeah. Uh, and then Night Horrors. <laughs> uh, Night Horrors Nameless and Accursed is the next page, but that is. Uh, that has just been sent back to the writers to do their second drafts. Yep. And is um, a bunch of uh, mage antagonists uh, for the game, but also the Tremere rules, the Banisher rules, um, the Rat rules, um, Celesti, and the yeah. Celesti rules. Um, so the. Um, the secondary antagonists of Mage that we didn't have room for in Corbuck, their rules are, gonna, are okay. in this Nightmare thing. Um, so, uh, yeah, uh, the, so for example, um, they're, they're rules that have been lurking around for a while, so we had like the mechanical skeletons of them we came up with when Mage was in its... We, we knew that we were going to do what at the time was a chronicle book for Mage, including a rules update. And we 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 knew what, for example, the Celestine mechanics for Mage should look like. Right, in okay. so much as they were like about a page of notes of like, uh, uh, they should replace their wisdom trait with a trait called joining, which goes up uh, as they become more corrupted and their, their path symbols get altered and things. And... Um, so uh, it's it's interesting to see those uh, those notes have been passed on to the authors for Night Horrors, and it's interesting to see them turn into proper like they've actually been turned into proper mechanics with the okay. dice pools figured out and things. Yeah, yeah. So. A few areas, well, where I suppose the realities of how the second edition is developed and the sketch don't necessarily always match yeah. up and need to be adjusted a bit to, to fix. So. Um, the original idea for how in the uh, enraptured mages who used to be called the Mad in first edition, yeah, um, but we've changed the name to be slightly less offensive. Yes, um, are um, uh, the mechanics for them have evolved from when they were outlined in a three-paragraph email by myself and Joe Carriker, like when we were first designing it. Um, and uh, they've really uh, they've drawn on the lessons of Changeling of all things the way that Changeling 2nd Edition monitors clarity as a health track oh yes yeah. uh, because uh, in 1st Edition mad ones are mages that have lost they've not got any wisdom left yeah um, so um, they have a obsession that they're driven to carry out and when they when they don't or when they're prevented from it, they get more and more stressed out. Okay. And then that, that stress then produces magical effects around involuntarily around them. Um, so um, you know uh, the way that uh, clarity is modeled as a health track, you can like it, it really suggested how to do them in second edition. That that kind of thing. Nice. So sort of fine-tuning some of that now in the second draft. Okay. Um, and making sure it works in practical terms, uh, and hopefully some cool characters to go with it as well. Yeah. 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 Um, some very cool characters to go with it. Like, um, uh, one of the characters who's uh, is it Hathia? 
Uh, one of the characters in Night Horrors is my, my new favourite mage NPC. Is that the seer? Yeah, uh, it's the um, uh, it's a seer of the throne uh, in, right. in the Night Horrors book, and she she is my new favourite mage NPC. Um, yeah, and then next year it will be um, Tome of the Pentacle and Fallen Worlds, which are the two previously announced mage books that we that we've had approved and then then I've got about seven more pitches in so we shall see what happens um, there are no certainties in this world but uh, assuming that Onyx Path continues publishing Age the Awakening books um, yeah you've got plenty yeah, yeah. I've got plenty going on yeah. yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Um, so, what else is coming out soon then? Well, there's another Night Horrors book, Spilled Blood and Vampire, that's coming along nicely, if I understand. I don't know exactly where it is status wise. Neither of us have written on it. Yep. Um, but that's obviously progressing. They put the Belial's Brood okay. uh, preview, a bit of that, up on the website and the blog recently. Seems to get some good response. Uh, another Night Horrors book is Shunned by the Moon for Wealth of Forsaken. Okay. Uh, a bit of a gap since the pack. Um, so I'm helping Matthew Dawkins develop that, along with Leith Shields as well. And we are actually just in the process of getting that ready to send off for approvals, first approvals. Um, and that's got a whole lot of new werewolf stuff in it. Um, we've got things like uh, the Gerio in there, well, a new antagonist type. Okay. Uh, which gave us a lot of questions from the fans about Gerio. Is that Japanese or is it is it some sort of uh, Turkish food product? Uh, it's it's actually derived from Gerion, uh, and they are, if you like, uh, so I could say a few things about this. So they are essentially prototypes from Father Wolf's time, pre-Werewolf versions. Uh, Mark, Werewolf Mark One or Mark Zero Point Five. Oh, oh, that's kind of cool because I mean that gets the that evolutionary aspect into Werewolf. Yeah. Okay. They are also that's one type of Gerio, and another is Werewolf's gone wrong. Is to say there is a there's a link in there which we won't talk about too much at the moment, but there is um, there are Gerio who are old ancient beings and there are Gerio who are hapless werewolves in the modern day caught by the same kinds of problems. Right. Okay. Um, but beyond that, we've also got a bunch of the classic stuff that we couldn't fit into the core book. So we've got the pure coming back in with the pure specific gifts. Yeah. Um, although those have changed up a bit. The old pure gifts were um, the, the new ones anyway are agony. Blood, uh, and I was going to forget half of them. Um, hunger, disease, and fervor. Uh, three of those are like the old ones, but updated. Second edition, two of them are new replacements for a couple of the old ones. Uh, so, full rules for using the pure as antagonists, new gifts, and balehounds, which we had no room for in the second edition uh, book. But Leeds Shields done a really good job writing up the new rules for how they work, and they are a bit different to the old ones. Um, who and what the male djinn are is, uh, is somewhat different slant on that now. The, okay. old, the old sort of inferno-related uh, male djinn. It's um, similar but different. Uh, it's not a complete breakaway. There is continuity, but you know it's, it's a new uh, look at all that. Um, and, and a whole load of other stuff in there as well. Just the usual thing you get in Night Horrors. Lots of sample antagonists. Well, it's always had a good spread of antagonists. Some new types of, antagon uh, of sample antagonists, things like Void Spirit Wars are in there. Um, and a few other weird and wonderful things. Uh, that is Shunned by the Moon, which is still often off to off to approvals. What else? There's Contagion Chronicle is approaching its kickstarting time. Um, 
which is the big book of kind of I'm not exactly sure how to describe it. It's not exactly cross. It is cross line. It's a, it's a book designed to give a cross line. It's an antagonist rationale. Um, it, yeah, it's like a a reason to have a crossover game. Yeah. Rather than yeah, it, yeah It's yeah, an antagonist that can work for any game. Um, and um, uh, factions that can be applied to any supernatural yeah, type. Yeah, because the contagion's meant to be. If I remember what Matthew said about it, is something that's left over from infrastructure of the God Machine, the, or at least there's an element of there's, that. There's definitely ties into that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I can't actually remember everything because I only wrote a chunk, a bit of it, rather than seeing the whole thing. But there's ties to like that in it, and there's a load of some, there's loads of examples of how it might come about, and the situations that crop up, and why different creatures in different situations would therefore come together, and the kind of problems they have to deal with. So yeah, uh, it's um, it, it's not um, here is ten pages on how mage interacts with werewolf. No, but uh, I, I... that kind of thing because if you uh, if you figure those out like with uh, eleven games, uh, if you figure that out, it would be longer than Exalted Third Edition just yeah. for that. Of which uh, any individual game group would only be able to use, would only use ten pages of it, um, just for all of the different crosses because you do pages with vampires, pages with werewolves, and um, but uh, yeah, so it's more about uh, building a story that how that multiple supernatural types have a reason to be involved with. Okay, yeah. I mean, I think, I think a lot was said on the lot when we lasted this a year ago. So it's very close, isn't it? To kicks, is it going on Kickstarter? Uh, I believe yeah. plans Kickstarter. Yeah. Okay, yeah. it might be the next one. Um, I think it came from Beneath the Sea. Is the next one? But I might okay. be wrong. But I think it's yeah. a bit of a cue of you know yeah. what goes yeah. in when. Um, because but, you're only allowed to run one Kickstarter at a time, yes. Uh, and because uh, I, I think Rich wants to allow the Kickstarter manager to, you know, sleep every now and again. Yeah. Um, uh, you can't just. But uh, you, the, there is a queue. There is a queue, <laughs> but a queue is maybe a good thing because also, you know, we're hobbyists and we suffer from. Kickstarter fatigue yes. is, oh, yeah. is a thing now, I think, with these things. Um, and you can see that by diminishing returns on a lot of big board game Kickstarters. I think we're now yeah. seeing the crunch on a lot of these companies. At least that's something I've been reading. But anyway, that's a different thing entirely. Um, right, okay, so that's so that's Contagion. There's a Dark Eras 2. Yes. So that's mostly more of the ideas that were left over from the first one and some new stuff as well. Some of them are leftovers, um, as it were, but that's a bit... Not, not to diminish them in No, no, no. It's is, more is leftovers every, than... Is every one of them a crossover? Every... I think every single... Certainly all the chapters I wrote on are all multiple lines. Right. So whereas in the first good. Dark Eras you had some that were just for one line. Yeah. Um, like the, the werewolf uh, one in New York. Uh, I remember the name of it. Um, now, every single one is at least two lines. Um, so two and some of them three. are three. Two, yeah, some of them are three. So that's a lot of content for people to actually that is, use. That is yeah. a lot of content. Um, quite broad spread again, everything back from uh, Sobek Neferu's Egypt uh, in minus 1800s 
uh, all the way up to um, the Western Front. I don't know if there's any eras more recent than that, but you've got a good spread in between. Uh, awful lot of stuff in there. Golden Age of Sci-Fi, I think, is probably after that. I'm not, I'm not sure. Lot, a lot of years than that. Um, I suppose, I mean, what does that say about it? It's mostly the same concept as in Dark Heroes 1, but more, you know, more material, more errors, more settings. Yeah, but there's nothing wrong with more historical. No, it takes a lot of the, the, the heavy lifting of, of uh, a storyteller if they want to go, I want to set my game here yes, or here. Yeah. So, and again, I guess they'll do the same thing with those after some time from the initial release, because some of the Dark Heroes is also split up into individual PDFs. Yeah. Yes, so the, the most popular Dark Heroes. Do I leave a grey messenger bag with an Imperial Quilla around here on the no. table? No, sorry. Okay. All that? Nope. Not seen anyway. His Commissar is going to be most annoyed with him. <laughs> yes. Uh, to leave his ration bag yeah, somewhere. Bad move. Bad, um, bad move. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, yeah, so, I mean, yeah, being chopped up makes it also an easier investment if there is yeah. one specific thing you want. Yeah. So that's always a good thing. Uh, okay, anything else from Chronicles of Darkness that you think of? Changeling, the lost second edition is almost out. Yeah, because we locked in all the, the, all the addresses recently on the back of it. Yeah, so that's and all done. the, the raft has been done, so I think they're about to ship it. Well, that's good. Um, what else would there be? Mummy Ooh. the Curse, second edition. Oh, right. Is now in first draft. It's nearly at the end of first draft, I think. And target numbers are fixed? I, I, as I said, I don't, there, are some, there are some fans of non-fixed target numbers in the writing team. And there they are, are some, wrong. There are some people who are less convinced. We'll have Honestly, to see who wins I, I only like right. one sliding scale for difficulty, not two. We'll, it's we'll see how that's my opinion. Up. Right. Well, well, we'll see. We'll see how that pans out then. <laughs> However, uh, yeah, uh, the uh, the the rather elegant solution to what was you know what people perceived as Mummy's big problem, uh, which was that uh, you. So certainly when I like wrote for and ran the first edition, um, what I perceived those as the main problem of the, the setting is that it's okay, it, it, like I found when I was running it that, um, so if I have the characters in the modern day, the present sort of turn, and you want to do flashbacks to their previous existences, um, what level of experience uh, do you give them? Oh, and that yeah, kind of okay. Thing. And, how much do they remember and such? So the rather elegant solution is that um, Duat um, does not connect to um, the rest of the Chronicles Dances universe in, um, at an, in an entirely linear type fashion. So when a mummy wakes up, uh, they they can do. So a mummy could. Um, you could have your characters on a, um, for a short story arc in the 1800s um, and then have them wake up um, in uh, 100 BC um, and uh, from their point of view... Uh, okay, yeah, that's a, that, that, that's 
and all that are structured, but um, the game is also folding in more the role of other immortal or long-lived beings. Yeah, yes, things like wood bathers and things. Oh, from the old, yes. Including how they relate potentially to cults. So do you have members of these kind of immortal uh, traditions in your cult? Um, how do you tie yourself to... It, there was stuff in Bustition like the, the Sadiqs, was it? The, um, yeah, Sadiqs. Uh, so things like that, and, uh, and how they work in technology and how they're brought in to give um, ties across time for the Chronicle uh, with your cult, with these immortals, with other long-lasting ways that you leave parts of yourself in the world, as it were, in a lingering way yeah. between well, the slumber. It's great, because uh, Mummy's got, I think, some of the biggest potential of like crazy crossover like you're immortal you're undead who else do you who else do you have commonality with well there's those fucking blood drinkers then there's the blood bathers and other immortals from that book yeah then you've got geist and because they deal with the dead in their own way geist. so i guess there's some commonality now between the magics the the systems of how they interact with the undead i know they were they were quite close in Mummy, but they had some specific ghostly entities in yes, the first did. edition. To they my did. shame, I've never actually read World of Darkness uh, Immortals, um, so I don't know how their mechanics have changed. Um, I do know that um, so playable ghosts were in Mummy first edition, yes, uh, but in second edition, we put them in Geist because it's the ghost game. Yeah, but that's fine. So, you just do more um, content from the book. That's yeah, fine. so uh, yeah, I think I'm, Mummy, you've I'm got not like sure. A where the ghosts I mean there's a few things where it, like you say almost crossover elements I don't know for instance to, to what extent vampires will be mentioned or talked about but it's certainly something we've talked about in design yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but then there will be the immortals various types of immortal being whatever to be crammed in you've still got the, the Ampata the Ampata yes. um, yes. as the judges are also in the antagonist I mean, section because my yeah it's good because like mummy I just couldn't figure out how to freaking run it yes. more than, than liking the setting like the, the sh uh, what's the antagonist the Shuangton yes no no uh, the ones the Deceived the Deceived I oh, love their book yeah. their, their, their book in first edition was fantastic which you get you the, the secret of what they are yeah. is just phenomenal but yeah there's a lot and also be very interesting how mummy cults could incorporate Promethean because I see very strong parallels between because you're created yeah. beings in a in a sense. Yeah, there's some, uh, it's a game that has a lot of potential for that kind of folding things in because of the mummy's long viewpoint, as it were, and, and sort of seeing and the and the established things they leave behind. Um, oh, and how there's yeah. but how much of the cross line stuff might be mentioned in the book I don't know but so long as it's be, mechanically crossed over fine there's and it's gonna be, there's going to be so much stuff in the core of sea around other immortals I'm going to take a wild speculative guess it will probably be fairly easy to apply to other types of immortals as well but, yeah. but again I'm not writing that section I haven't seen the draft yet so um, that's um, good no, that's, that's awesome. There's a lot of areas where it's being looked at, where there's, where there's areas in the first edition we thought, that was cool, but wasn't used enough. Let's bring it forwards. Um, and we'll see how it kind of comes together with the second drafts. Neat. Um, is that, I think that's everything for Chronicles of Darkness, then, is it? Uh, yes. Yeah. I'm not thinking of anything else. That, 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 yeah, that, that's been announced, yeah. That's good. And then... We've got what? Sci Scion is coming out soon? The print? Uh, 
Neil finished the errata pass of Sion last week. Um, so Sion will um, have those changes made to the PDFs and then the, I think the PDFs will be reissued to backers and they will be sent off yeah. to the printers to have the books made. And that's um, a pretty big release because it's the... It, it's it's the, the, the first two core books, so it's the core game. Yeah. And uh, then I think Neil has to uh, get back on the horse and do Demigod. Yeah. This is the, uh, the, the I know little about. I, I know what Sion is, but I don't know yeah. it inside out at all. I've never really read much of it, but yeah. And of course, the and that was the main drive anyway behind the story path system was to cover such scales of power. Yes. To be able to go up in that way. Um, so, um, the Trinity games, it, those scalar systems are good for the Trinity games in that you can play a game of aberrant where you're all superheroes and you can play a relatively low key action adventure game. So, yeah. in the modern day, with just the Trinity core book. And the game system can handle both of them. But in Scion, explicitly, um, as your character grows, you will move from one to the other. Yeah. So um, if, if a Scion game goes on long enough, then the characters will become gods. And so it's a different experience. It's not, we're playing this on a, um, uh, on a explicitly, we're playing, we're planning a Chronicle and it's going to be at this power level. It's, the power level grows over the course of Chronicle. That's really... The, that's also important between Sion and Trinity. That's also important for um, for Trinity because you also want to be able to incorporate. You're going to have potentially beings, whether NPC or player character, who can go toe to toe with like a spaceship, right? Yes. Yeah. I yeah. mean, for um, for the Eon expansion, the uh, PDF which was uh, came about due to the Eon Trinity Kickstarter doing very well. Um, or it's some NPCs, antagonists, four who are going to that. And it's relatively easy to scale enemies up because there's a scale system in there. So when I say this enemy is so massive they are essentially more of an angry terrain feature than a person you're going to go and punch, it's relatively easy to twiddle the dials um, from anything from the sub-aberrant mutant, you know, who is a relatively lowly threat all the way up to incredibly powerful aberrants uh, within that system that you as a group of group of science will face. Yeah. Um, so it's, it seems fairly flexible. You know, it's good. And they came from beyond the sea. And beneath the seas. Oh, no, beyond the seas is the 80s or 90s one, isn't it? They came from beneath the sea. Yes. It's, they came from beneath the sea. Yeah. Yeah. Sure they came that. from beneath the sea. Is uh, I'm not sure what the power level is that of that is. I, I mean, um, uh, what what do you need to defeat a communist crab except for a white <laughs> hook and a spirit, the spirit of America? Yes, yeah. indeed. What what indeed? What indeed? I mean, obviously Matthew's the man to talk to you about that, but um, that seems to be chugging along and approaching Kickstarter status. Yeah. Um, uh, and I believe it's full to the brim with B movie esque rules of how to uh, quip and. Uh, Quick uh, your way through the game and it exploit the uh, shaky scenery of what's going on as well. Yes, that's it'll be. Yeah, it's going to be quite interesting to play that one. Yeah, I'm quite excited to see the reaction to it as well when it's Kickstarter because it is a bit different to a lot of the stuff that Spark has produced so far. Um, obviously, Scion and Trinity are a very different brand of game to the Darkness game. Like the Scion and Trinity are action adventure, yeah. but they they came from beneath the sea as comedy. Yeah, yeah. So that kind of, <laughs> that's, 
I'm interested to see, see how that goes down. Yeah. Is that very different? Well, approach? I think of it as a comedy. I'm sure Matthew does. I imagine he's very terribly serious. serious. Terribly serious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not too sure. I'm, I'm still trying to think. I'm mostly. I think it's more. Would it be more Quatermass style that I run? I don't know. Or maybe. I, I think we said last year it was like you could also quite easily use it to kind of replicate kind of yeah. Hammer Horror style. I think I could see, I could definitely see a Quatermass early Doctor Who yeah. source book for it, but um, uh, as an actor who uh, um, an editor was, um, one of Onyx Matt's editors was uh, commenting to me at Gen Club that she'd been working on They Came From Beneath the Sea, which needs a, a short, but they came from it. Anyway, um, and saying, you can't say boffin. No one in America knows what it means. <laughs> uh, terrible. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> you, you can't deny a book like that, the word boffin, surely. Wow, okay. <laughs> I wonder if you should be able to then, as I say, because it's like shaky scenery and... Yeah, yeah. Late yeah. seven? That would be pretty good, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, you, you should be able to... Like I say, you should be able to do like um, an early Doctor Who unit yeah. uh, story with um, like uh, replacing references to communism with um, uh, references to the damn Jerry's and um, <laughs> like yes. uh, pop, like uh, have like stats for pipe smoking or whatever. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Uh, is that it? Um, Pugmire is Pugmire. Pugmire's Pugmiring. Monarchist of Mouse just come out. Yes. Pugmire is Pugmiring. Monarchist of Mouse is coming out. I believe that um, the. Uh, I can't remember what it's called. Uh, there's a uh, there's a third game coming, which is the. Pugmire's Mouse? No, uh, it's a Pugmire game. Um, which is. Uh, it's about sea travel. It's called the Straits of. Uh, I'll look it up and I'll look up what it's called and tell Chris um, for the uh, show notes. Right. Or I'll get him to edit this bit out. <laughs> but there's, uh, <laughs> but there, there's, uh, there's a thing about it's either called the Straits of Pugmire or the. Um, right, okay. Uh, it, it, it's about uh, taking Pugmire and Coracles of Mao and. Um, uh, doing swashbuckling with it, like uh, yeah. on, on the ocean. When you said ocean, I was like thinking, where are we going to go with this? Are we going to get birds, or are we going to yeah. get fish, pe- fish things, or are we going to get? I don't know if there are. I don't know if there are parrots in it, but it's mostly about dog pirates. Okay, that thing. Yep. <laughs> that favorite dog pirates. That, that kind of thing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Right. I think that's. I think that covers. Pretty much, we've probably forgotten something. Yeah, we always do. There is a lot in the pipeline at the moment. Yeah, I mean, it's really good. Um, Like how much stuff is is going because often everyone's like, oh, what's going on? It's like because you know having stock on the shelves is the next big thing. I think we've managed to get this impression across, but like a lot of the books that we've been talking about. I, I have been involved with because I've been busy on demons and mage books, but um, like uh, within the Onyx Path uh, community of freelancers, you just hear anecdotes about one another's games yes. and like snippets of things yeah. that you feel. And you, you accumulate a sort of a, uh, a sort of a vague awareness of everything that's going on, going, that sounds really cool. And then books actually come out and you. Um, congratulate one another because <laughs> um, uh, Matt McElroy showed me what was it what was the Dark Ages book um, that was on print on demand but it looked fantastic now print on demand 
has got really good. So it was yeah. a Dark Ages vampire book, I can't remember which one it was. It's one with the beardy dude on the front. Something, know, something. I don't know which one it is, but I, I, I certainly do agree that the print-on-demand um, quality has been going up over the years. I think it's now... Pirates of Pugmire. Pirates of Pugmire. Yeah. Pirates of Pugmire. Adventures of the Acid Sea for both dogs and cats. There we go. And um, one of the things that I did remember this, uh, a parrot with a parrot on its shoulder. <laughs> right. Okay. Sensible. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I did. I'm not making it up. <laughs> sure. Sure, Dave. Yeah. Sure. So yeah, I mean, I think the the one thing is like how I don't know what's evolving with the print demand thing about how how much easier is it to get some of these things into stores now? Because I don't. Uh, oh god, Matthew mentioned that last time we saw him, he um, mentioned the name of them several yes, times. There is distributor two. in America. Yeah, is there not a UK distributor yet? Two or something? I, I don't want to say the wrong name. Get it yeah. There is a distributor. There is a distributor who are in the business of buying hundreds of copies from drive through and then sending them out to stores. Right, yeah, because that's, that's <laughs> so, been the prohibitive uh, yeah. thing. It's like for a store to buy enough to make it to be yeah. posted. But then to be cost effective, but if someone's doing it, massive. So in North America, there is now a company starting up. I think they got involved with Chicago's kick, Chicago right, Bad yeah, Kickstarter okay. for, um, uh, over on the World of Darkness side, um, where they will handle the power buying crates and crates of books and then distributing them so that the books will enter the store distribution networks. Good, so we can finally lay, lay low the whole really where is Onyx Path. Hopefully. Yeah, we, we, we do hope so. Because <laughs> I do see Onyx, I do see, well, Chronicle of the Darkness books in stores, but they're like first edition books. Yes, yeah. Uh, like uh, our local game store still has a couple of first edition Chronicle uh, of the Darkness I mean, I don't, I don't think there was a, there's anything necessarily wrong with the business model on part that's been used until now. But like you say, there has been the question people are asking: Oh, can't I can't look in the store? Um, and not everyone wants to try pods yet, print on demand stuff. But things are changing, and hopefully, this the, the distribution will will happen. But yeah, I, I'm not familiar with the details. I'd be, I'm most keen to see. I think the big. The core books for Darkness to be that would be brilliant. Though, uh, just those, like because everything else is just gravy that you dip into. But the core book, just so you've got it at the table, yeah, to flick through along with your PDF copy. Cool. I think that that covers everything. So thank you for. Yeah. Thank you very much. As always, uh, thanks for having us. If they want to get in contact, Onyx Path of course has a Twitter, which is Onyx Path. At on its path. Yes. Now on Instagram as well, properly. Yeah. <laughs> as well. Uh, uh, and uh, by Facebook, obviously, more up to date things are on the Onyx Path cast. Yes. Uh, which also gets quite random. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I can be mostly found lurking forums. Yes. Yeah, if, you mention, if you mention if you mention the Awakening three times on a forum, then you summon me. Yeah, it's the, the Onyx Path forums. There is there's a Discord channel for Chronicles of Darkness sticking around these days. I'm yes, there is. Yeah. Um, 
and the, 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 there are more Discord channels for the individual game lines as well. Yes, and, and that's so. where freelancers tend to hang about. Yeah, like the best way to find me is not on the Chronicles of Darkness one; it's on the Mage the Awakening one. Uh, and uh, for changeling, for if you are seeking Megan. Right. Cool. Well, that's about it then. So, uh, yeah, any other questions? People can just get in contact with Dark Days Radio at Dark Days Radio or Dark Days Radio at Gmail or on Facebook or on our Discord or anywhere else to tell us you suck because, you know, there's surely something that's been said which someone's going to disagree with. They want to compliment do. you on the fantastic choice of backing tracks. Oh, yeah, we've had some wonderful, wonderful 90s techno I've been Which notably it. now that we're finishing seems to have stopped. Yeah, typical. Uh, yeah, so again, thank you and uh, tune in later for something other other news so bye bye, bye. bye.